Welcome to this week's edition of Record Roundtable, where we listen to an artist and talk about their music. This week we're talking about Bjork. This is Caleb Robbins speaking. I'm here with... I'm Dax. Jared. Tyler. And how... And I know, I know, I know some people's answers, and that's okay. And that's okay. How do we feel about... And I will pronounce it Bjork. Because that is, apparently, the correct pronunciation. Bjork rhymes with jerk. Bjork rhymes with jerk. God, I love I, I love Bjork. I'm all about Bjork. Really? This is a great week for me. Really? Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, I was into it. I'm happy. I'm ready to talk about it. Jared, I know your feelings. I liked some of it. Yeah. Debut was okay. Post, I thought was pretty good. Uh, Homogenic was an all right album. And then um, I was not into Vespertine. Uh, Medulla was pretty good. And then in the last three, we listened to Biophilia, Volnicura, and Utopia I did not like. we only I think we only skipped the one album, which was Volta. We didn't listen to Volta. So we got through everything. Oh, and <laughs> technically, we did not listen technically to her real debut album. Anybody does aware it sound of that? Like, does it when sound she was like 12? Kid Rock? When she was 12 years old, <laughs> Bjork had a uh, album called Bjork, and it was her as a 12-year-old. That's bizarre. It was not very representative. Is that of like her. Uh, Connor Oberst when uh, he had, had or or, or uh, Rivers Cuomo? He had uh, um, music when he was a child as well. I did not out. know that. I did not know that. But yeah, it, she she's been in music for sorry Kurt Cobain the entirety of her life. She's like Michael Jackson. The entirety of her life, she has been in music. It's very interesting to look at the trajectory of her music uh, before she was her solo act. Ask Tyler. Oh, t- yeah, Tyler, before I get into it. Tyler, how did you feel about your... Thanks for asking me, Caleb. You're welcome. Sorry. Sorry about the excitement. Let me tone it down. I know. Be excited. I like Bjork. Bjork. Bjork is good. I really enjoyed it. It was a very mellowing <clears throat> music. Which was good because I had a hectic week at work this week. So it was it was good for that. Yeah. Good, 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 good. Happy to hear that. So uh, I'm going to cover a little bit of the a, a little bit of the history, a little bit, very small amount. Uh, she was all just because these are the funny things that I thought were very interesting. Uh, she was in a punk band called Spit and Snot. Ooh. Spit and Snot. Good name. Oh yeah, I, I love that name. And then she was in an alt rock band. Can you play a little bit of Spit and Snot for us? You want to listen to some Spit and Snot? You got it. Yeah. Other recordings? I don't know. That's what we're gonna find out, I guess. Uh, I'm not seeing anything on Spotify, but Aww. I could I could oh, look no, into it on, on YouTube. Spotify. Spotify. I could look. I could. I mean, if if you really want to listen to some up. Spit and Snot, I don't hear it. okay, hold on. I'm not. I'm not seeing anything of the music from. That's from that a group. shame. Was she in the su- Sugar Cubes? Yeah. I was yes. getting there. Come on now. He was getting there. I was waiting. I didn't want to. We're skipping. We're skipping a little bit. Then an alt rock. So the alt rock bands, Sugar Cubes, and was in a group. And I will not say the actual name, but I will say what it translates to, which is "cork the bitch's ass" in Icelandic. What's the actual name? I don't know how to pronounce Try it. So it. I, I don't want to. Try it. You can cut it, but. I don't hold on. Let me. See. Where's, I, where I don't remember. I didn't write down the name. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, anyways. Mm-hmm. Let me oh, oh, oh. See if this is it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's a little bit of the history of Bjork, and 
the really the major point of this conversation is the fact that this artist has been involved in music and has been influenced by music forever. It has been the eclipsing portion of this person's life, and it's insane the amount of different projects that Bjork has been involved in and the amount of influences that you can see coming into her music. And I think it's cool. That's all I wanted to talk about really quick. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it is really cool. I think so, at least. Uh, the other thing that I think is really interesting about Bjork early on is that she was really the first person to bring electronic and trip hop and anything of those kind of realms of music that was really big in the UK scene into the popular sphere of music, which I think is also very interesting stuff. So yeah, those are some, those are just some general like early thoughts about the early music of old Bjork. So yeah. 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 Play that thing I sent you. Oh, you sent me a thing? Oh it says 1977, so it's going to be pretty old. I don't know if it's actually her as a kid or her in the thing or what. I, I didn't even listen to it, so it could sound terrible. That sounded familiar. Yeah, it's it? a Beatles song. Yeah, what song yeah. was that? A lot of the the songs that she did She's on her home. debut, technical debut, were just covers. What was it? She's leaving home on Sgt. Pepper's. Yeah, that's what oh. it was. So it did sound familiar, huh? I knew. Did you have a that sounds familiar lined up for this? No, I didn't. Well, then you got one. Damn. Do 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 do. I like that. Golly gee, that's my favorite Bjork song. Oh, was it really? <laughs> All right, actually, you know what, Jared? Go ahead and why don't you throw oh, me? Oh, why don't I want to? Because uh, you you mentioned it, so go ahead Dang and throw it. me your favorite. You fool. All right, my favorite Bjork song is on the album Post. It is a song called It's Oh So Quiet. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's a really good one. One of the best songs, really. Just mm-hmm. ever. I agree. It's, a, it's such a good song. Nice. That is good. That that may have been my favorite too, Jared. That was a re- so that is a cover actually. Oh, is it really? By uh, American singer Betty Hutton, released in 1951 as the B side to her single "Murder." He says, mm. uh, "It was really it's a jazz song, and it was covered in 1995 by Bjork." 
Who? By Bjork. <laughs> it was it was the her third the third single from her that record post. I like that. And the music video who also was directed by Spike Jones. She has some of the coolest music videos. They're amazing. They're I mean, so Spike Jones. Interesting. They're so good. What did you just say to me? Crazy. How do you say? It? I want to. No, about it's pronounced as Jones. Spike Jones. Stop saying that. It says <laughs> pronounced as Jones. Spike Jones. You're off the podcast. I hate you. This is done. <laughs> we're, we're over this. Oh my god. <laughs> he also, oh. He also directed I always Kanye wondered, West I always wondered and, what it would take to get me off. And back and forth. An arcade but fire video. Three former record roundtable members. Alums. 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 Bjork. Kanye West and Arcade Fire. He directed music videos for all of them. Wow. Yeah. He you. also directed um, oh my God. Being John Malkovich, Adaptation, Great movie. Where the Wild Things Are and Her. Sponsored by IMDb. Yeah. Now that was Wikipedia. Uh, of course it's Wikipedia. So, Can Jared, I-, I think that you mentioned this. Your, al- your favorite album is Post. Yes. I liked that one a lot. It was very good. Dax and Tyler hit me with it. You've been flirting again. That is a song on that album. Sorry. <laughs> my, my favorite was Medulla. Was it? Yeah. Let's talk about that album then. Go. My my favorite song is on that. Can we can we can Ooh. we do that first? Oh no! What is it? Triumph of a Heart. Oh thank God. Okay, it wasn't the same one as mine. Oh good. My my one is off of this album as well. Oh. So we, we'll we'll transition around a little bit on this one. But let's do it. Antward used like a rubber band. A rubber band? <laughs> That's what it sounds like. All right. How do you say his name? Rozelle? Yeah, Rozelle. That was the beatboxer in that. Oh. From the Roots. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. Nice. I did not know that. She's collaborated with a lot of really interesting people, but I want to talk about Medulla first. That album may be what I find to be one of her most interesting albums by far, because that album was done almost, not entirely, but almost entirely vocally. Mm-hmm. And that is such a cool concept. That is such a cool concept. I love it. Yeah, It might be... Check a, out... Hmm? Go ahead. Check out Bobby McFerrin, bud. <laughs> Ooh, what is happening? Oh, my God. I like that. No, That's pretty good. No center at all in this one. Um, but I, I don't know. I think this is probably one of the most, like... Vocally interesting albums that I've ever heard, and I think that I, I don't think that Bjork is like the most impressive vocal singer of all time, but I find her to be one of the most interesting and enjoyable li- people to listen to vocally. There's just nothing like her. Yeah, no, not I at all. She's really good. Beauty. She's really good at manipulating her voice to 
like make different sounds. Yes, absolutely. Especially when she did not originally speak English. Right. Like it she it's a learned language for her. Mm-hmm. So yeah. for her to have that kind of vocal influence, I guess, in, in, in the way that you're saying, you know, it's interesting that that she her, her English whatever you want to say. Mm-hmm. I'm losing what I'm saying. I'm losing my damn. You're losing I got, your English. I got, I got what I got what you're saying. Another interesting thing about Medulla. Yes. The first or this the first track and the third track have a feature by Mr. Mike Patton from the group Faith No More. That and, is correct. And Mr. Bungle. That is true. He's known for his uh, bizarre vocal inflections and such. What was that third track, by the way? Where is the line? You mean my favorite track from Bjork? Apparently. Or Bjork? Oh. Oh, no. My favorite track from Bjork. Ooh. Because it is my favorite Why don't you track stop saying her name so much? Then you wouldn't have to keep doing it. I'm avoiding it as much as I can. Oh, I don't just call her B. I don't know if that's true. Yeah, oh. Queen B. No, not on this episode. All, All right, right, then just call her B. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call her, hey, I'm going to play Where's the Line Now. Where is the line with you? 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 It's just so different from just about anything that I've ever heard. Yeah, she's an alien, I think. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. She's not She's human. not of this earth. She's not human. She's truly Her behavior an anomaly. is not human. She's an interesting person for sure. <laughs> what do you know about her aesthetic? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I tried real hard not to laugh because I knew I'd cough. What are you saying now? Her aesthetic? Uh, like the fact that like, like she has her own like clothing style and such. Yeah, like how she looks and and perceives, you know. It's constantly changing. Everything looks. She's got this thing, man. It's it's a it's. I don't want to say it's just an act, but it, I mean it is. Is the the idea is just that like is that she has this whole persona about her and she has so one of the things that makes her so interesting is not only just the music videos like we very briefly mentioned but just her aesthetic i agree her live performances are these massive scale things to the point that like i know how much jared and dex love checking their wikipedia pages when we're talking about artists and they're not doing that right now i'm just looking at pictures of bjork oh that makes sense um there are Wikipedia pages dedicated specifically to her tours because her tours yeah, I saw are such such big anomalies and such big productions. She has directors that are that are associated with her live performances. That's an insane concept, right? That's the way to do it though. That's like that's truly interesting, you know? Yeah. When you're going to something that's a full experience, not just man. It's cool. Tyler, what's your favorite album from Bjork? Mine is also probably post. 
Oh, yours is also post? Mm-hmm. I think that the two albums that are traditionally seen as her best albums are Homogenic and Vespertine, and Vespertine is my personal favorite. I think that there are so many cool, symphonic, and just just illustrious elements to is her that, albums. Is that the one she did yeah. the string version of? Oh, no, it's not. No? Is it, bio, is it Biophilia? No, it's... Uh... Volnicara? Yeah. Volnicara? It also starts with a V. It does. So I got also. confused. That makes complete sense. That makes complete sense. Yeah, Homogenic was also a really just a good album that I enjoyed, but Homogenic was? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a clear shift there too. There yes, absolutely. Where I think that debut had a I don't want to say safe by any means, because nothing that Bjork has ever done is safe at all. And so but I think it's the most accessible album, I guess. And I think post has still these insane elements of again electronic music and so many other things that are going on on these albums but it really starts you can see even from the album cover you can see that there's a shift that's happening in her music on homogenic going forward clearly yeah yeah it's i don't know what to say about it that's definitely when a lot of those electronic elements start to become more of a staple Yes, absolutely. Not not only the electronic elements, but also, like I said, the symphonic elements, the mm-hmm. big orchestral elements, the things that make these albums sound so massive. And so just they just feel huge. They're, the albums that she releases are just some of what I find to be the most interesting and huge albums that I've ever heard. I don't know. I, I'm... I'm really, I'm all, really all about this week. She's so good at bringing emotion into the songs too. Like, I agree with that. Even if you don't listen to any of the lyrics, you can feel what she's talking about. Absolutely. I don't. There's, oh man. I don't know. So okay, this is going to be my point where I, I come in and I, I ask my big question, and my big question is: Is Bjork, in fact, the most important female artist of all time? We have not talked about any female artists, and it's a shame. It's a travesty. This is the first time that we have talked about a female artist on this podcast, Record Roundtable specifically. We've talked about females on Good, Bad, 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 not the point. And I just want to know if there is somebody who is more influential, somebody more interesting, somebody more just anything in terms of a female artist who really came into music and changed it. I don't know if there's anyone more interesting I can't say if there's anyone more influential though. She's I think up there. Yeah. She she certainly was influenced by others. Like mm-hmm. a lot of her influence she said has come from Kate Bush, who was one of the first art pop artists really of all time. She was influenced by Joni Mitchell, especially on the album Blue, which is a great album. Just in the the realm of I, I Bjork has talked about how seeing a female artist like Joni Mitchell really influenced her as a woman to make music to feel empowered by the idea of making music and so it's not as to say that she was not influenced by music but i think that the ramifications of bjork's music over time and really the critical success of bjork's music over time are unmatched in terms of a female artist i can't i can't think of another artist who was so Critically, commercially, well, not as commercially, critically and just widespread acceptability, I suppose. Jerry, can you think of anybody else in terms of a female artist who is more, more 
I guess. Shania Twain. Shania Twain. No, are you on. asking about critical or are you asking about just overall? Um, Whatever you want to take the question as. Because, like, I would say that somebody like Dolly Parton or Whitney Houston mm-hmm. or um, Madonna sure. have had or Cher mm-hmm. have had way more influence over the overarch of music mm-hmm. and critical acclaim sold way, way more. Rec- I mean, Madonna has sold way, way, way more records than most artists as a whole. You are correct. So I would, I would not say that Bjork is more influential. I would not say that Bjork is more critically acclaimed than someone like Madonna is. But, I mean, it's an interesting... If you like Spin Magazine, <laughs> then you might be right, you know, for yourself. But I don't. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't agree with you. Sure. I mean, I, I mean, like he, you said, Joni Mitchell, um, Janis Joplin is probably more in, influential. That's another big than one. Bjork. I mean, you have like it, like he's not not Shania uh, Twain, perhaps, but another you know somebody else in the country music world probably is more recognizable or something like that mm-hmm. Celine Dion I guess you know has it has a, I don't know I mean you can name other people that have sold way more records and had way more critical success mm-hmm. than Bjork has but I don't and I don't know how much she's influenced what we hear in terms of popular music I think that we I think that you hear a lot of influence and we will talk about this I think I, I at least have a lot that I want to say about her influence in terms of I mean, music. I think she influenced Arcade Fire. I think she influenced Daft mm-hmm. Punk, mm-hmm. LCD Sound System, people mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. I do think Bjork had influence in that. Even sure. like Lady Gaga and that yeah. type of... Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely on the terms of She's Lady probably Gaga. more popular than Bjork. Maybe. Possibly. Dax, what do you think in terms of an artist who is a female artist and is maybe more influential? Do you Can you think of anybody? Uh, Shania Twain. I already said that. Oh, you did you mean that? Well... That's why I asked again. Yes and no. Okay. Uh, Shania Twain was probably more commercially successful, mm-hmm. but I still I still think Bjork is more influential. Okay. I think Whitney Houston's up there. I agree with you on a Whitney Houston for sure. Thank you, Tyler. Jan- Janet Jackson. Running around town. I would. Th- I'm glad that you brought up Johnny Mitchell, and then that was influential because that's kind of who I would think of. Yeah. But I think I think as a as a. a a female artist whose career is based off of their work. Not so, you know, no one's work is solo work, really, unless you've done all. Correctly. No. You've written a lot of it. Bjork, Bjork is really, I think, very important in terms of having people who are collaborative in her music. Right. She's collaborated. Right. She's collaborated with so, so many artists. If you look at an album like Medulla, that was built upon collaboration. There are so many right. different v- vocal performances that are being done on that album that would not have existed had her not being collaborative with other people. Mm-hmm. Her, her Not as much on the um, second to last album that she released, but especially on Utopia, a lot of the music that was released on Utopia was also uh, based around the producer and artist uh, Arca, who's a, I think, Scandinavian artist, if I remember correctly. And... I, I think that her collaboration is important in terms of her music, but go on with what you're saying. Yeah, just a, fe- I mean, a female artist whose name, it, you know, your name is who you are musically, right? That That's the label you've decided to place on it. And I, 
I would. I'm. I don't know. I feel like probably for me, honestly. I mean, I'm not. I will agree with Jared and with Dax that there are many other artists, such as Madonna and you know Dolly Parton, who have probably had more critical success. Sure, but I'm not. And Madonna's influence, I think, is real. She has had a lot of influence. There are some people though who are, you know, larger names that I'm not convinced um, have necessarily had influence. But I think for a person who's made their music their own thing and have asked other people to be a part of it as part of their growth, their musical growth, I think you'd be hard-pressed to find someone that stands up there with her. I think there may be some people, but I think it'd be difficult. Yeah, yeah. Do you see that she has a, a, a jazz music band? And do you see the name of this thing? Mm-mm. Was it, what's her? Is this her name, I guess, maybe? I don't know. Hold on, let me see this here. Oh, yeah. How do you pronounce her last name? I do not know. I'm glad you that you asked. I, I, only once. Kuhnenstotisch. Is that right? Yeah, I listened to it on Wikipedia. Okay, well, she's got a a, a jazz music group, Bjork, Guna Stotter, and trio, Gundamar in Golsenar. It's two people. Jazz group, 1990 through 1991. I did not know about this. Bjork. Bjork. Well, I, I think the interesting thing, and this is what you hear so much across her music and so much across her influence, is the fact that she is influenced by so many artists and so much music. She has cited herself as a, dare I say, music nerd. And so I think that it's very, very interesting to see how many different... Because, again, Jared, your favorite track is is like a big band jazz song. It reminded me of like something from like Moulin Rouge. I liked it a lot. It's like a Frank Sinatra song. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's insane that she you would is. hear an album like that on post. She, much song. like an onion, has many layers to her style. Truly. Truly many layers. Yeah. Can we listen to the song... Uh, Birthday by the Sugar Cubes. Yeah, of course. I want to hear this song. This is actually a very popular song from the Sugar Cubes, and the one that actually yeah, was popular. Good. Very blew them up. Very much blew them up. Well, not blew them up, but you know enough that it was important. So, birthday. Very different. It's like the cranberries. Pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah. I like it like the cranberries. Did you listen sure. to it at all well, beforehand? No, I just listened to that song you just played. Okay, I didn't know if you had listened to any of the Sugar Cubes. I didn't, you know the, the, I, I didn't even remember that she was in the Sugar Cubes. I, mm-hmm. I knew that a long time ago, but I didn't I didn't think about it again. Go ahead, yeah, Tyler. I'm labeled sorry. as Dream Pop. Ooh. I do love me my Dream Pop. Ooh, you know what it reminds me of that fits into that genre? Have you is If you guys watched uh, Twin Peaks, the original Twin Peaks. I listened. I, I watched a little bit of Twin Peaks, yes. So a lot of that, the uh, music on there is Julie Cruz. 
from her first album. And that's what that reminds me of, Julie Cruz, who was actually known during that 80s, late 80s era of that first, that wave of dream pop that came through. Man, that's what it reminds me of. Good stuff. Good stuff indeed. Tyler, have you said your favorite or favorite song from Bjork yet? No, I think I'm I'm with Jared on this one. Oh, really? Yeah, I like that song. It's very different from the rest of her discography. Very, very different. Mm-hmm. It definitely stood out to me. I think that was my favorite song until I got to, well, really until I got to the next album. But it was it very much stood out when I listened to Post. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. What about what about Tori Amos? You guys know her? Tori I've heard Amos. The name, yeah. She kind of liked Bjork. Bjork. Well, she's kind of like there's a whole little group uh there's a group of musicians that played a lot around that same time that Tori Amos like Lilith Fair kind of kind of yeah. thing you familiar and, with that uh, Lilith Fair or Liz Fair Lilith Fair who's Lilith Fair I don't think that's I'm a familiar. it's a it was a is a female like music festival mm. it was a, a a concert and traveling music festival founded by Sarah McLaughlin oh. That's who I was trying to think of just now. I was like, yeah, there's someone else I'm trying to think of. It was big around that time, and it was Sarah McLaughlin. Yeah, Cheryl Crow, Tracy Chapman, mm-hmm. Jewel, Paula Cole. Yep. All women. Very cool. I like that. You know who else is a woman? Hmm. Bjork. That's true. That's wow. true. Important here. Again, first Actually, female artist we've covered. There's a little skit in Portlandia about Sarah McLaughlin and Tori Amos and those people. So I will I will take this opportunity to go ahead and move into or Tyler, do you want to play another track? Do you have another track you'd like to play or do you just want to agree with Jared? I don't know. I mean, I would love to tr- find another one to play. I'm just not sure. Okay, that's what fair. I want. I got some stupid stuff I'd like to talk about. Do you want to do a little intermission? Yeah, do do some intermission, talk about stupid stuff and then I'll I'll ask my big question. What about <laughs> go ahead and hold on. I got just one I don't want to cut you off, I'm sorry. But have the song Adam Dance prepared. So Bjork beat up a reporter once. I've seen that. I love that that? video. It's so good. So apparently the reporter was uh, coming up and like uh, she kept like bugging her over the course of several days. And then I I guess the reporter said something to her son. And then Bjork just lost her shit and and just started beating her up. It's great. Bjork. Bjork. She's a jerk. Adam Dance. (laughs) Beat up reporter. Atom Dance. That's what it says. Are you looking oh, at this I, video, I think Tyler? you said Adam. Adam. Yeah, I'm dance, looking at it. Not Atom Dance. I want to watch it. Oh, there, I see. She's. I don't know through. a lot about this either, but this is another thing that's just a, a weird thing that's kind of similar, relevant to what you're talking about. Is that she had a a really big stalker? Oh did yeah. You, did, you, did you read about that? I know of it, but I know. Uh, tell me more. I don't know almost anything about it. Oh my god, there's a whole documentary. I was going to watch it and I never got around to it. I know, that was something that Oh, speaking of, that's another thing that I did not do. She also has an acting career. Oh, I know. She she won uh, some awards. Best actress for her debut film at Cannes, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy stuff. What can't she do? What can't she do? She She's an reporters. anomaly. She, she she can do it all. Truly. Oh my god, this guy's terrifying. I don't know the context of, of why she beat up that person, but I am on her side. I am always on her side. Yeah, I you, watched it. It she she looks uh real scary. Caleb, yeah. can you watch it? Can we can we uh just bring it up? Do a live I just a live it. react. No, her uh, beating up the reporter. I thought you were pulling it up. On the audio. 
on the audio? I don't remember if there's any audio, but I assume uh, there, there is. There is audio. It's not, there is, but it's not worth it. Okay, right, let's not, not worry about it. Uh, not worth it. Go out and check it out, you guys. Watch we'll, her beat up that person. It. What are you looking at? Would the... you like to do something about Adam Dance now? Oh, my God. Look yes. at this guy. I hate Yeah, that. I don't like him at all. I, I hate that. We're going to link to this, too. This is uh, her stalker. I hate that. Check check the description. I hate that. Oh, the stalker naked. thing? He's naked. <laughs> Good Lord. Why is he naked? Adam Dance? You've been flirting again. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Adam Dance. Fits. So, Adam Dance is a song from uh, her album Volnikura. Volnikura. Uh, it features Anthony, uh, or originally known as Antony from Antony and the Johnsons. Yep. A, a popular group from somewhere. English. Uh, UK. She was very influenced by the what UK the world. Fuck? Why does it, it says you New York? I don't think that's right. Oh, uh-huh. uh, yeah, in uh, s- uh, England. Anyways, UK. So, Anthony uh, was uh, An Antony uh, Hegarty, and then uh, uh, An Anthony was a trans. Uh, it still is, I suppose, a trans person. And Anthony is now uh, An Antony, and uh, is now Anthony. Pretty good solo stuff. Uh, dro- uh, uh, Drone Bomb Me is a song. The best Anthony song. Anyways, Anthony is featured in the song Adam Dance that we're about to play. And I knew that because I was listening to this album and I said, I'm pretty sure that's that's Anthony. And guess what? I looked it up. I was right. So here you go. Hearts fear. Oh, my was also on the album Volta, which we did not listen to. We did not listen to Volta. Mars? The Mars no, Volta. Not Mars Volta. Yes, but it's Mars okay. Volta. It's interesting That's when you listen to an album and you're like, Hey, I know that voice. Mm-hmm. And then you know that you're right. That sounds what, familiar. It sounds familiar. It sounds familiar. Nice. That's a pretty interesting track there, the uh, orchestral elements in that thing. It just builds. Just building, 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 building until it reaches that midway point. I agree. Good stuff. And then it just boom, drops into like a different song almost. It's pretty cool. She's very good at doing that. Very good at... I don't know, I because I think that, Jared, you mentioned this, is that a lot of the albums sound similar, and I, I just wholeheartedly disagree. I think that there's... Well, I never said it. Not on the show, but you said it outside of the show. Well, I didn't want to bring it up, because you just... Oh, you better say it. Say it now. Say it now, mister! Well, cool. the Ow. three other... The, the first two do not, and then you got Medulla, which obviously doesn't. But then the other ones, I kind of... I don't know... So, biophilia up to utopia. Maybe it's because I didn't find them interesting. That's just okay. It might be just because she's so unique that, like, you can just... Anything that she does is, yeah, sure. This is Yerk. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. So, here's my, I guess, my big thought. And I don't know that anybody is going to have any contribution to this, which is perfectly fine. And I'm just going to throw it out there. How... I guess how much do you think that she influenced art pop as a genre today? 
because art pop is not something that really i mean it was something that existed again we talked about how kate bush is kind of the first person that really started to influence the sound of art pop Mm -hmm. but art pop is something that has become critically very very successful not commercially but critically very successful over the last decade and i don't know that art pop would have existed in the same realm in the same way had it not been for bjork and i because we we work off of spotify spotify are of course our sponsor on this show not really true at all we don't have any sponsors it's fine i added a ton of spotify albums to this playlist when we were listening to bjork and i listened to almost all of them i don't know which ones i missed but i listened to most of them there's a ton of artists that I want to talk about in terms of who I feel as though would not have existed without Bjork. So you ask us a question. And the question is about how, how did she influence Who art pop? did she art, influence in art pop? And then you're about to tell us all the people that she influenced. Not all of them, but who do you think? What is this, a guessing game? No. There's other artists that I didn't add to that list. I don't know. I mean, I don't really like art pop, so it's hard for me to be like, mm-hmm. "Oh yeah, this she influenced this person because like it's a genre that I'm not interested in that much." Right. But like, I mean, I guess names that you can say like the Dresden Dolls and Amanda Palmer, like um chamber pop kind of stuff, the, the Decemberists, I guess, interesting little, you know, orchestral uh, stuff involved in their music. Dax, anything on your end? No. Tyler, what do you got? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Uh, Yeah, there's some different things. I I decided to bring up a little list of our pop musicians for the sake of trying to help me focus on what what might be what. Yeah. And I'm not sure. You know, some of them I disagree with, but what have you. I don't know. Beck is on this list, which I'm not sure that I would classify that necessarily. I don't know that I would either. But you can see some similarities between some of what they've done, right? Beck's a, an interesting... I, I feel like his career, almost I could look at it and sit in tandem with Bjork's career in a way, um, just in a different area. Yeah. Um, I just, I don't know. That just kind of struck me as interesting. And I don't know if maybe, I don't know if, I don't know if you could say there's influence there, but I could see some of this, because Beck had, has also increasingly, more increasingly used some more non-traditional sounds in his music. Yeah. Uh, in a similar way. There's a Reddit subreddit question of who did uh, has said that Bjork influenced. Like, what artist came out and said that Bjork influenced them? Two of them are Radiohead and The Knife. One person commented and said God. Um, <laughs> well, to- actually, Tom York and Bjork. Bjork. What? Tom York and Bjork have in, oh have in fact collaborated together. Tom Bjork. Tom Bjork. Have collaborated. Fun another person, bands? another person that has said, uh, that has said that um, yes. she influenced them was Christina Aguilera. Oh, interesting. That is according to Reddit. that is interesting. That is I can see from a vocal perspective Christina Aguilera being very influenced by Bjork. Another yeah, one, I can too. I would be remiss to say I, I didn't even realize this until today. Fun fact: Bjork was actually a collaborator on Death Grips album "Power That Be." That is, yeah. Wow, that's interesting. I know. I th- I heard that. And I was like, how did I not know about this originally? Yeah, that's really interesting. I didn't know that either. I think that the my favorite artist that is most likely highly influenced by Bjork, mm-hmm. Bjork is Florence and the Sheen. I could see that. I as very well. much like Florence and the Sheen. I love her voice. Um, the when Dog Days came out, 
Man, that was great stuff. Dog days are over. I mean, don't you, do you think that she has some kind of influence? What do you think? I think so. Okay. You're the resident Bjork expert, so I guess Oh, you, know. you think so? More so than any of us. I suppose. Tyler, finish your point. I'm sorry I interrupted you. No. Yeah, no worries. Uh, I've got the, like I said, looks, Gorillas is on this list, which, and so is Blur, but when you really look at like the end of Blur's, the end of Blur's career with like Think Tank and some albums like that, you start to see some, you start to see sounds that are more in this realm, a little pop realm with the end of Blur's career with Think Tank and some of those late albums. And, but then with, I, really with Gorillas, once you hit Plastic Beach, and you start to get some different sounds. I could see some of that even too. Yeah. Um, Saint Vincent, of course, you had on the list this week. I think that I don't mean that almost doesn't need to need to, you know, almost goes without saying. Oh, uh, I mean, but that's the thing. Not really. Here's okay. So here's my my thought, and I know that this is, I guess, again, another one of my hot takes, is that I wish with all of my heart. I wish that you would stop saying hot takes. I don't know why it bothers <laughs> me, but I hate that phrase. Okay. Thank you. I will. I will try not to do that anymore. Uh, my non-traditional beliefs. Thank you. My non-traditional beliefs. I wish that art pop was the popular sound. I guess. I wish that you would be able to recognize that pop music is something that is going to be popular. It, that, I mean, that is the whole point of pop music is that it is popular music. But when it comes down to it, if you can take the elements of pop music and do something so different with them, like Bjork did, like so many other artists have done, I don't, I just, I guess I just don't see why it's not more heavily recognized. I guess I just don't, I don't fully understand what it is about something that's more complex and more interesting and more just different that people don't latch onto more. I'm glad that you, that you think that I was, because earlier I was thinking, how do you categorize or how do you put Bjork in a genre, right? Because they, because she's used, you know, art pop is somewhere you can easily throw her, but that's like an easy genre to throw her right i mean its bounds are not clear yeah so but you've taken all of these elements of pop and all you know but you've created a song that's not pop music you've created albums full of songs that are not pop music made with pop sounds right and what you know what i mean it's very difficult and i don't i think that the reason like that's the reason it's not it's more complex and you have to spend more time with it and i think and a that's lot what I think a lot of these albums, like, so for instance, I, just to name a couple of the names that I added to this list, uh, Perfume Genius is a really big art pop artist. Yeah. Very, I think very important to the, the current music climate. Gay mm -hmm. artist, an artist who it honestly deserves a lot of exposure for, you know, being a part of that community. Uh, Julia Holter is another artist who I added to this list. Uh, St. Vincent is another artist that I added to this list. Um, I, Destroyer, Grimes, James Blake, a ton of people that I added to this list. Billie Eilish. Yeah, Billie Eilish is an example. I, I agree. Billie yeah, Eilish Billie is an Eilish example. Is. And in terms yep. of just, I guess it was it's an, it's a sound of music and it's a type of music that I didn't really listen to early on. I didn't really understand when it came down to it. But when I listened to, so like, a couple years ago, when I first listened to St. Vincent, Mass Education came out back in 2017. I didn't love that album, but I really like it now. 
It's, a, it's a, good. A, it's Julia a, Andrews. You said it. Hmm. Julia Andrews. I said Julia Holter, but go on. Well, you said the Sound of Music. So. Oh. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> that makes more sense. Oh jeez. Um, where anyway, like, that album's Mass Seduction's a really good. Album. It is a really good album. I and I I was sleeping on it. I just didn't I didn't recognize how good it was. It has oh another one. Mr. You know why Mr. you're sleeping Dax? on it? It was yeah, it's oh so quiet. It's oh so quiet. Shh. Dax. <laughs> uh, another one that I know that you can relate with is Sophie. Oh yeah. Sophie the, is the another weird, art pop uh, experimental type stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just thinking about that, like Deerhoof and uh, of Montreal. Mm, a lot of like the polyvinyl people. Yeah, Sugar Rose. That was Seeger Rose. Yeah, Sugar yeah. Rose. Seeger. I don't know. It's fine. Seager. Pete Sugar Rose. Sugar Rose. Pete Seeger Rose. Write that down. Write that down. Anyways, somebody write it down. But I so like I listened to Julia Holter's album from last year, which was Aviary. And I didn't love it, but I listened to Have You in My Wilderness, and oh my god, it's such a good album. And I just don't know that art pop, I guess, I don't want to say that art pop wouldn't have existed without Bjork, but I want to say it, because I think that the electronic elements and the symphonic elements that she incorporated into her music would not have touched bass with so many listeners, and it would not have existed in so many different musical stratospheres had it not been a case that she had incorporated them into her music and had not been somebody who made them so important to her music. So, well, I don't know how people, I did, you have destroyer on the list of, as well as also just a really good example. Mm-hmm. Um, the album after, you know, you have kaput on there, right? Mm-hmm. I do. Uh, poison season the album came after that. Also just a really good album. Good example of that. I think, I think I don't think that you would be wrong to say that art pop wouldn't exist in the like in the in the capacity that we know today without without Bjork. I don't think that's I think that's a pretty accurate statement. I mean, who's going to take? Someone has to take those elements and change it into something. Else. Most people who are trying to create music that are that's kind of contemplative or different or expressive in a, in a manner that's like you know outside of general nonsense expressiveness are going to shy away from a lot of that. You know what I'm saying? Those sounds. Yeah. For the sake of, and not anymore, because now they, you know, we're at a point where we, you know, you can use those in a different way. I mean, St. Vincent does it, of course, on that, on Mass Seduction. Mm-hmm. As we said, it's a really great album. Mm-hmm. But someone had to do it to begin with over and over and like do really good albums and really well set the scene for that type of situation. I think Burek is integral in that deeply. Deeply indeed. You want to play that cover I sent you? Oh, did you play it? Did you get a cover? Ooh. Hello. Jared introduced. This is Anthony Green from the group Circus Survive, Survive and also in Seosin originally. Oh, I forgot about that. Doing a cover of the song Unravel by B. B- and he's also singing into a Shure SM7B quality microphone. <laughs> Our sponsor, I guess. Was he in the Moldy Pete? Who is it? He, he was wasn't. not in the mold. That's at, that's Adam Green. Oh, okay. Sorry. While you are away, my heart comes undone slowly. With the grin. 
was really pretty. Yeah, it was. I liked that. He's a really good vocalist. He's underappreciated because a lot of music in that realm was very underappreciated. So here we are. I found a thing. Agreed. Found another thingy? No, I'm just saying that thing I found. Oh, uh, okay. People like it. I see. I hope you guys like that, guys. Listeners, I hope you like that thing I played. Way to go, Jared. I'm okay. glad that you've done it. I got nothing left to say, I don't think. I was going to ask. Oh. Do we have anything else that we want to say about Bjork? Rhymes with Jerk? Is that a thing? Why are you saying that? You've said that a couple times. Can we times. play that little clip? Please We've play said that. it enough. I want to know what this is. <laughs> she was briefly married. Björk, it's nice to meet you. Now I've been saying Björk all my life, and now I'm told that it's Björk. 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 Yeah. Okay. So does it annoy you when people say Björk? No, it's actually quite entertaining that there are about 500 versions of my name, <laughs> and it, it uh, surprises me every day. And what do the Americans call you? Björk. So Björk. 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 It's, think, uh, think of Björk. Think of Jerk. Like if someone is a real Jerk. A real Jerk. And then you just say Björk. Jerk. <laughs> That's not the clip I saw, but... That was a clip. That was. Wasn't it a clip? Wasn't that a clip? What uh, dumb Americans are calling here Björk? Björk? Björk. Okay. Björk. How dumb are some of these people? <laughs> uh, Unless you listen to this podcast, then you're very smart. Yeah, we we only bring in the smartest you. people into our shows. <laughs> Dax, do you have any closing thoughts on Björk? You know, um, I really liked when she uh, showed me the inside of her TV. Uh, that's about it. All right, Tyler, I'm good. Björk is good. I agree. Art pop is good. Listen to art pop, please. Listen to that album post because it was my favorite thing from this week, and I listened to. Here's a little thing I'll tell you guys. Uh, when I shower, I listen to music. And so yesterday I took a shower and I was listening to It's Oh So Quiet. And Caleb was like, hey, I think I know what your favorite song is. I said, <laughs> no, you don't know. And I do. But he was right. It was that song. Because it's the only song I want to go back and listen to again. Because it's a good song. It might go in my favorite songs. That's fair. It's, it's a really, really good song. Why don't song. you just save the whole album, Jared? Because then I'd have to listen to the whole thing over and over. and I Wow. Okay. All right. I see where your dedication. Who's our next female singer, you guys? Ooh. Yeah. Shout out. Shout out to our Facebook page. Tell us who is our next. Oh, that's not what I was doing, but okay. I'll no, I'm going to do it that way. Who's our next female artist that we want to that we want to listen to on this show? What do I have to be ready Thank you for listening to this week's edition of Record Roundtable. We've been talking about Bjork, not Bjork. Bjork rhymes with jerk next week we're talking about queen all these accidents that thanks for listening follow the dark